what I would say to Christian entrepreneurs is that if you believe and you have been praying and you know that the Lord has plans for you to do something and he keeps putting it on your heart to do it, do yourself a favor and don't wait 18 months like I did. That is Debbie Todd, a multi-certified in accounting and finance, a nationally published writer and has been a passionate financial literacy instructor for over 15 years. God led her on this very interesting and divine journey to partner up with Phyllis Maxson to educate young children and parents about money by using puppet theater. In her own words, the most common financial regret I have heard in my 20 years as a CPA and financial educator is that parents wish they were more confident with their own money skills so they could help their kids be money smart too. Unfortunately, the tragic reality is that money problems are cited as the single largest cause of crime, family stress, strife, and breakups in the U.S. and extends globally. You know, I really love what she called her partner, Phyllis said. Tomorrow's philanthropists and world changers are sitting in the booster seats today, and kids learn most of their money habits by age of seven. Are you ready to listen to this conversation? Well, before we get there, I want to thank you so much for choosing to be here. I know your time is precious. I know you have a lot of choices, so I don't take lightly. I do my best to be worth of your investment, okay? I want to remind you this podcast is sponsored by Christian CEO University Campus. It's the place to be for Christian coaches, experts, and leaders who are serious about building a full-time, profitable business, utilizing online marketing strategies, and establish their ecosystem and create impacts at the marketplace. In short, lead like Jesus in the marketplace. Now, inside the campus, we have everything you need. But as members say, on top of the funnel building, templates, uh, you know, strategies, the most precious thing is that ironing, iron sharpening iron. Uh, the members' environment, the mastermind environment that will pull each other up. And when we are in our low of lows, we know we are not alone. All right? So if you're interested, visit kellybother.com forward slash ccu. Again, it's kellybother.com forward slash ccu. Now, let's check with Debbie. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Kelly Bother and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hello, Debbie. So happy that you come on the show today. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so happy to be here. 
you know, in this podcast, I interviewed over, well, we, we just passed 50th and we have all different kinds of uh, influencers, leaders, but I gonna say your story is really one of the kind, sister. <laughs> Thank you. It's um, sometimes I sit back and think about it myself and go, "Wow, um, how did I get here?" <laughs> well, a- in the introduction, I already tell the audience that you know you are the CPA, and but you are also the uh, the expert of the puppet. So you're gonna have to explain to uh, the audience about. What is going on? Okay, well, thank you, Kelly, for sh- allowing me to share. And I will have to tell you that um, the Lord has definitely brought me on a very interesting journey. Um, for um, I, I was born a military brat, I'm the oldest of four children. Um, my father was stationed in the Air Force. And so we moved a lot when we were kids, right? Um, as many military families know, um, that you, you move a bunch, um, you don't have a ton of money. And so, um, you know, money was always a very um, tight topic for all of us. And I had the opportunity to go to college right out of high school. But back then, they didn't have um, a lot of Pell Grants and things like that. So um, I wasn't able to go because my parents, of course, we had I, younger brothers and sisters. So it just wasn't the money to pay for my room and board. And then I got married and to my wonderful husband. And we had babies of our own. And I worked, obviously. So instead of getting my, my, my CPA degree, I got my MRS degree and my MOM degree, which I would never trade. Believe me, they are the most amazing thing. Uh, my children and my husband are just truly God's gifts. Okay, and, let me slow down right there because you know, people may be driving. They, they did not get that part. What oh. degree you got, you say? Oh, I said that instead of getting my CPA degree, uh-huh. I got my MRS degree. You know, the, became, miss. I, the missus, <laughs> I became a missus. And then I got my MOM degree um, with our beautiful daughters. And um, so we were just amazingly blessed. And then what happened is in 1993, my husband lost his job and my plant closed down um, in the same week. So in the height of the recession. So and we had four kids at home. So needless to say, we were in a panic. Well, I was really blessed in the fact, I mean, I believe that the Lord really wanted to, he was, had his hand on me because what happened is because my plant closed down, I was able to go back to college. I was able to go to college that I didn't get to do right out of high school. And I was able to go and get my accounting degree. And let me tell you something, as a 30-year-old mom, I grabbed that and I ran with it. I was so thankful. The Lord, I mean, it was, it was harder but I was able to. So in 1997, I got my degree. I sat for the exam and I became a CPA. And I walked out and I went into corporate and then I went into government um, and some fairly, um, what I would call fairly prestigious positions. But in 2013, you know, it was actually, let me back up. In 2011, the Lord was really placing it on my heart. Because you know, in 2008, we had a global economic meltdown. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, the Lord was really placing it on my heart. He said, Deb, you're helping this big company, but what about your friends? What about your neighbors? They're hurting. You need to be helping them. And I, I have to admit that it took me 18 months to say, okay, Lord, I will do this. So I left government and started my own firm to help families 
and small businesses really get a good handle on their money because that's really what it's about. It's about every family and it's about the neighborhoods because it's really, that's where the, that's where God wants us to be, right? I mean, scripture tells us we are to be helpful of our neighbors and be mindful of that and take care of the widows and the children. And then about two years, two and a half years ago, I was blessed um, to meet this wonderful, wonderful woman. Her name is Phyllis. And I met her at church and she said, Deb, I need some help with this puppet show that I'm doing. And I'm like, you're right. Sure. No, I didn't know. I couldn't possibly do that. Well, after a couple of weeks, she asked again and again. And then I finally said, okay, if you can't get anybody to help you, I'll help you. Well, of course, the Lord in his infinite wisdom, nobody came forward. So I said, well, I said I would do it. So I need to. I went over to her house and I met her husband. And he had built her this just amazing custom theater for puppets for her to do her free shows for kids. I was amazed. And so we practiced and it was like, she said, Deb, this so she was so thankful. She said, Deb, just 15 minutes. It's 15 minutes. If you can do the show for 15 minutes. So we practiced and we went to the place. We were at this beautiful preschool and we sat, we were in this big sanctuary and I remembered sitting inside the theater and I was just scared to death. I, would, I didn't, I'm thinking, and, and I, I'm the, I have been in front of the IRS representing yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars of money. And here I am watching a group of five-year-olds come toward me and I am shaking in my seat. I kid you not. And so she, Phyllis was like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And so we started the show. We practiced. And about two minutes into the show, I started watching the children and hearing them laugh and I'm watching the parents and the teachers in the back. And I take, I still, it's, it's two and a half years later and I still get chills because I was, what I realized is that this is a gift for kids. This is how we can open the hearts and the minds of children with wholesome, wholesome learning that will help them for the rest of their life. And um, then Phyllis said after the show, um, I was we were sitting there and a single tear rolled down my cheek. She still teases me about this today. <laughs> and, and she just said, Deb, it was okay. You did great. And she looked at me. She said, are you okay? And I looked over at her and I said, I'm in love. And the rest is history. And so we've been, we've been working together doing puppet shows. And I don't actually call them puppet shows. We use puppets, but it's really interactive theater because we have human characters, we have props, we have puppets, we have, you know, scenes that we do, we have storylines. So it really truly is interactive theater with a lot of puppets. So if you think about Sesame Street mm -hmm. and Mr. Rogers mm -hmm. and Dora the Explorer, that's us. All okay. three mixed, all three mixed together. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, I remember my kids because we live in USA before over, over 10 years. So all those shows I all gone through. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. They are, they are, they are really popular. So yes. now, so Debbie, which uh, age of the children actually uh, mainly it's your audience? Our children's primary age is going to be from two to about nine. 
Um, right. We have some children around 10 that like it, but once they get to that age, they're starting to go, okay, I need to be cool now, right? So um, we tell parents that children as young as two can actually start learning money skills. And there's lots and lots of research behind it that proves that that's the case. And so that's really our target audience is I would say infant up to age nine or 10. All right. So yeah. if I ask you, say, that's it, I'm a parent. Well, my, mm-hmm. my kids now, they are way, <laughs> way over that age. <laughs> they are in their uh, late teens now. But let's say uh, if I, you know, I, I am a mom of the young kids, then if I ask you, say, hey, Debbie, so if I come to your show, uh, actually, what, what kind of skills my kids can learn from it? Oh, that's a great question. Um, and this is where I get so excited because when we started to develop Smart Money Commanders, um, you know, I realized that we had the opportunity to truly put together a program and a learning curriculum that would help parents simply and have fun teaching their children and guiding their children in learning. it. And, and our first show is on saving. So we have a show on saving. We have a show on spending, learning how to be a good spender. We have a show on setting up your first living need budget. And I know that sounds kind of adult, but it's really not. It's We do it in a very fun way, teaching children how to help with chores and how to earn their own money. And we also have one on, um, <coughs> oh, excuse me, uh, giving. So we have a great big program on giving. And then there are, the fun one that I really, really love is having children understand needs and wants. That's the big one. And that's the second one in the, sh- in, the, in the series. And that's where we introduce the want monster. Because we all have the want monster in us, right? The want monster makes us want to buy things, sometimes things that we can't afford. And so we, we have them understand that. And, it's, and he's not scary. He's... He's, he's, the, he's the person that wants to make you spend all your money, but he's kind of cute. And so everybody can relate to him. And so those are the, those are the six things that they learn. And we, each week, in addition to the video, which, by the way, the video has um, what I call commander's coach's notes, because really we want this to be simple and plug and play for parents and teachers. And we also understand, it is, this comes back into my experience as a CPA, is that a lot of times in my 20 years of practice is I've heard from parents and grandparents, the biggest thing they said is that they wished that they had learned better things and better skills about money so they could teach their children and grandchildren. So it's a, it's a pain to them. It's hurtful. And so we have for each week, we have what we call commander coaches notes. Mm-hmm. And that's the parents and teachers guide so really, they can, they can turn on the show, and it says, here's what we're going to talk about. And then there's two or three teachable moments where you stop it, stop the show, and you ask questions and interact. And the children get to ask questions. And then at the end, we have three to four different activities that you can choose to actually experience with your child so they can actually kinetically learn it. Because that's how children learn, right? Yes. Taste, touch, right? And so just having them hear something or trying to read to them is, is only engaging part of them. And so that's one of the things that we think is so magical about this is the children get to learn it small pieces and they get to have fun while they're doing it. And then the very last week we have, we actually have an online graduation ceremony. So they actually officially become smart money commanders. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So yes. 
you know, um, I I kind of know behind the scene from you. We last time we checked that uh, you guys basically yeah are trying to get edit this program to the hands of the edu- educators. Like in that's school, correct. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, so, what would you say if today there is uh, let's say if there's a team of educators sit front of us, and uh, what would you say? What kind of uh, problem that you solve for them because of this program? Oh, Obviously, yeah. to the money. Right, right. Well, and, and one of the things that I think that it's really helpful for the teachers to understand, and, I, and we've spoken to lots and lots of teachers and daycare providers, and the, I love their hearts because their heart is to, to really nurture and to, to bring children good skills and things that will help them as they, as they grow. One of the challenges that I see that, that teachers and daycare providers are, are, are really encountering is that they're so busy trying to take care of a very diverse range of children that have different behaviors and different learning styles that they don't have time to develop the curriculum, mm-hmm. right? And they, to develop the curriculum, then teach the curriculum, then manage the children. And so what we really want to see ourselves as and what we want to be to the teachers and to the daycare providers is the Expert guide on the side. We actually have done the heavy lifting. The curriculum is built. Um, this has been a passion of mine. Um, 20 years as a CPA and a financial educator. I know what is important. I know what's real. And, and we have actually designed our program to meet five of the six national education standards. So we know that it's good stuff. It meets what they want to teach for socioeconomics and for math. And it fits right in that realm. And, and, and if case people are wondering, so what's the sixth one, right? Because I said five <laughs> out of six, right? And that's true because the sixth standard is investing. And I just happen to think that a seven-year-old may not necessarily be that interested in, in investing yet. So we think that that's probably a, an education standard that might kind of come on at the tail end or maybe go into when they become a preteen, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what we want the teachers and, and the educators to know is that we bring a program that's wholesome, that meets those standards, that engages the children in the manner in which the children learn in, in a variety of ways. So it really meets the needs of, you know, most all of the children. And the children will, when they're engaged, as Ben Franklin said, tell me and I will forget. Teach me and I will remember. Engage me and I will learn. And that's really what we want them to do. We want the children to learn these skills at an early age so it becomes a part of how they think and it will allow them to make good decisions as they are growing into their preteens when things start to get, you know, they start to be more concerned about popularity and what their friends are doing. And what I've seen so much, and it's just such a tragedy, and I have a friend of mine who just retired as a comptroller for a big university. And she said she was so devastated because she said she had to actually authorize a non-credit personal finance class for incoming freshmen because it, that's 19-year-olds, 18, 19-year-olds, right. because they, did, they didn't know how to pay their tuition. Hmm. That's, that's heartbreaking yeah. because we, the best thing we can do is help our children understand. One, I mean, obviously we say to know what the Lord wants us to do and to follow the Lord's word. But, you know, I'd come back to biblical principles. I mean, 
the Lord talks about finances and stewardship and and caring over 2,000 times in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So he must think it's pretty important. So that's part of why we're doing what we want to do, because we just believe that we can help further the success of the next generation. Well, the, this is a part of the reason that, Debbie, you know, I want to invite you to come to the show. And Thank I you. don't know, you know, for those of you, if you're listening to iTunes, you don't see, get to see our beautiful face, faces because Debbie is pretty much the tears in her eyes, I think. <laughs> and uh, because this is, she is so passionate about, and, and so do I, because you guys have known me for a while. You know that stewardship is constantly in the CCU's community. We talk about this and not just money, but also resources and time yeah. and energy. And uh, uh, stewardship, it is a big topic also in, in God's eyes. That's right. Um, you know, our teenagers that uh, when we moved back to relocate back to Switzerland uh, four years ago, and uh, we had to, uh, you know, set up the their bank accounts and everything like that. And for my now 16 years old, well, then he was... 12 and 13, you know, um, he got into the uh, apprenticeship in the last two years and he started earning money. Wow. And, you know, cause the education system here is they have these, you know, after basic junior high, you can choose either you go pure academic or you can do uh, the internship, just a half, half working and half go to school. And, uh, before his first month salary came in, I've been preaching, as they call me, I've been preaching the budgeting thing like for hey, months. You go, mom. You go, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't popular at all. And, uh, uh, but, um, you know, the, the first month, you know, I, um, I gave it uh, this unpleasant job to my husband. And, you know, as much as I love my husband, your, your wives there, you know, that sometimes the men just, they just, the way they uh, pay attention to the details is just not the same way as we do. So, uh, one month in, well, my son was totally overspent. And they also, what on the earth? He is earning more money than before the allowance we gave him. So what on the earth he can overspend the money, right? The want monster got him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the want monster got him. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, and so the second month thing, I have to, I had to play the bad person to sit him down and to, to get on the budgeting software and do it. And yeah. now each month, now two years in, he has savings. And Very he, good. He probably is one of is a ten percent saving, ten percent ties, ten ten percent uh, offering, and uh, the rest uh, and the rest he has to budget out uh, his own dry cleaning or whatever that he needs. Yes. And uh, um, I think people when hear the budgeting thing, normally would feel it's very boring and uh, limiting. But well, actually, it's liberating, isn't it? It, it, it is liberating. And wait, you haven't learned, you haven't done a budget until you've done a budget with Bosco and Ruby and <laughs> Xander. 
let me tell you. And Mr. Wisewood has lots and lots and lots of fun things to tell kids. So to make budgeting fun, because that's one of the key things that, that really we infuse into this. I mean, we say that our whole, our whole identity is belly laughs and fun learning for small kids and tall kids. Because one of the things that we've seen is that even because when we do our live events, you know, our, our target audience can't drive themselves to our shows, right? So yeah. who's sitting in the back, right? So we have parents and grandparents and older brothers and sisters that are back there. And it's amazing to see how a couple of minutes into the show that the, the parents are laughing and the grandparents are laughing and everybody's relaxing. And Kelly, the thing I, I have to tell you, the unexpected thing, this is what I call the God blessing of this, that I would have, I've never able to believe this was possible is that one of the things that our, our program and how we put it together and how I believe God has blessed it is that the way that the, sh- the shows are together and the storyline behind the shows allows the parents and grandparents and the children to have conversations about sensitive topics that they wouldn't normally talk about and that the parents may not feel comfortable talking about because, you know, in reality... Many, many parents, including many teachers, um, they have their own, like, they didn't feel like they grew up knowing about money, so they don't feel comfortable talking about it. Yes. But they do feel comfortable talking about, well, do you think that Peggy Sue made the right, what do you think? Do you think Peggy Sue made the right decision with her birthday money? And, and do, do you, how do you think she felt about it? Those are the kinds of conversations that can, that can occur in a very loving and open setting. And that's part of the magic is allowing them people to have those conversations. And we're just blessed that our, our programs and the puppets and what we do. And, you know, we have several human characters and I got to tell you, some of us are pretty silly and I even get involved in it. They finally (laughs) drug me into it. And uh, um, so when we do these, you know, it's not about us. It's about, as Mr. Rogers would say, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, right? And we want people to have that immersive experience where they feel comfortable and safe and talking about real life issues. So, so that's what that's what we're about. Well, and that's awesome. <laughs> I think for you guys uh, out there listening or watching, uh, you probably uh, figure that this is uh, such a wholesome project. And uh, Debbie, I know that you guys kind of recently entered the competition right oh boy yeah boy talk yeah (laughs) yes we did um yeah we um it's it's been most of the summer we actually entered a um business impact northwest um that's here in the united states on the west coast competition it's a four state wide competition um for small businesses because you know we are now officially we're a small business because we want to take our hardest to take the program online and to make it available to children way farther than where we can drive. Um, so we've been working diligently on that, which as many of your listeners know, when you start a small business, there's a whole lot of things that you didn't realize you needed to do. But we started on this and we entered this competition and it's, 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 we had to do a business plan. We had to, to do research on our target market. We had to come up with feasibility. Why do we think this is feasible and sustainable? And then the, the stage we're in now is the video stage. So we actually had to create a video that told our story. 
and why we thought this was important. So it's been a huge learning curve for us. And we are in the middle of that competition right now between um, now and the 12th of September. That will happen. And then on the 14th of September, we will learn if we make it to the finals. And uh, please pray for us because we make it to the finals. That means we go to Seattle and we do a Shark Tank style pitch live. Holy moly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm really good behind the scenes. I'm a good numbers gal. Um, I like to put together the marketing and that kind of stuff. But now I'm going to have to stand on stage and talk in front of a whole bunch of people with cameras staring at me um, with the rest of my team. And they're more comfortable at it than I am. So uh, we're just excited. You are pro. You are natural. That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I just, I just keep thinking about the kids Yes. because, you know, I know that the Lord has us on this path and I just keep thinking about, it's not about, I need to get over my fear because the Lord wants the children to be reached and it's all about his children. And I can tell you that in the United States alone, there are 40 million children under the age of 10. And that excites me and scares me all at the same time, because that's 40 million children that have bright futures in front of them. And I'm excited about that. But there's 40 million children that if they start making bad money decisions, can have their lives derailed really early on. And as we know, bad money decisions can can hamper people for years. And that's so that's, that's what's the struggle that's going on is we want to really help them not not get caught by the want monster and get on what I call the money madness roller coaster because God has plans for every one of them and we want to yeah, help them I mean, I succeed. Think if, uh, you know, uh, God will call you and your team, right? <sighs> so just make sure don't fall into Moses mistake, our brother Moses mistake. Just to say yes all the way and figure yes. out, figure out as you go. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. That's what every day I get up and say, okay, Lord, what are we doing today? <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's great. And, and if, if he wants this to go to the next level, um, and really the, our heart behind it is the part that's so, is so endearing is that we go to the round four, we make it to the live pitch. Um, there could be a $10,000 grant prize that will allow us to get the people that we need to have help us to take the programs into the schools. And that's really what it's all about. So yes. we can hire the people that know how to, how to manage that and to manage the, the tech back end and, and make sure that it's a great program and safe for the kids. Yes. So we just, we just leave it to the Lord. <laughs> well, we're just super excited uh, for you and for your team. Thank you. And, uh, you know, this is really easy to talk about next generation, right? And yes, it's about the next generation. This is ultimately uh, what we are here for. Uh, if those 40 million, some million kids, yes. that even just some of them, that yes. uh, they, they will be the leaders of this world later on. Yes. And if they are earlier on, they can have the right uh, foundation. And uh, that, that, that I think that you guys do your job. Thank you. You know, and you, what you just said was beautiful because one of the things that Phyllis um, said in one of our key points that we talk about, um, and she said, tomorrow's philanthropists and world changers are sitting in booster seats today. Exactly. 
Exactly. And so that's where that's what propels us forward because what we are or are not teaching them today will impact their lives for the next 20, 30, or even 50 years. Yes. Um, so, Debbie, if I'm going to ask you uh, this question, normally mm-hmm. I ask my guest, that uh, if there's one advice you can give to our Christian entrepreneurs, uh, what would you say? Well, for Christian entrepreneurs, and I'm going to step back and presume that this is not just about teaching children. No, no. But what I would say to Christian entrepreneurs is that if you believe and you have been praying and you know that the Lord has plans for you to do something and he keeps putting it on your heart to do it, do yourself a favor and don't wait 18 months like I did. <laughs> Answer the call. Because yes. when, when, I mean, scripture says again and again and again, I will not take you where I will not keep you. And if he is leading us on a path, know that he is with us and he will take us. Now, with that said, I will say that it could, it could be an adventure because our Lord has a sense of humor and he believes in us oftentimes more than we believe in ourselves because he doesn't, he doesn't show us the whole picture because I it would probably, it awesome. would pro- <laughs> what, what's that? I think for me, it's most of the time he believes yes. me more than I believe myself. Yes, exactly. But you know, and so, and he has a purpose for every one of us. Every single one of us, he has given a divine purpose in our life. And we will, not, we will not know true joy, I believe in my heart, unless we follow that path. We will spend a lot of time and a lot of effort and trying to fill that, what I call the God hole in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Plug in things in. And that's what happens with a lot of folks. They put things in there that are, they're trying to stuff that hole. Right. But when we, just real, when we just say, Lord, what do you want us to do? And then you go do that. And every day, just keep seeking him on it. That's the best advice I can give you. Well, can I <laughs> rip out the show better than that? So, Debbie, I want to say thank you again uh, for today, your time. And thank uh, you. I'm sure you'll put the show notes that where people can find you. But just verbally say now, if people want to find you, where should they go? Okay. Well, if they want to look us up on social media, mm-hmm. um, we have... Uh, go to Facebook and type in Puppet Belly Laughs, and you will find us. That's Ruby's Troop. Um, you can also go to our website, which is www.rubystroop.com. And if you look in the upper right-hand corner, there is a little link that says Teachable with Ruby. And you can click on that link, and that will take you right to our Free Commanders page. And you can actually join Free Commanders and you can start watching some shows and get some resources and it doesn't cost you a dime. And, you know, stay tuned because um, the Smart Money Commanders program will probably be released um, in mid-October. You know, All right. that's our plan. And it'll be just in time for people to, to get this for Christmas, for so the holidays. For you guys out there, especially you have kids, okay, yeah. don't miss this opportunity. So, Debbie, thank you. Thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Lord bless you and Lord bless all your readers and your listeners. (laughs) Okay. If you are listening to this podcast, you know you have so many professional skills and expertise, but you feel a bit challenged to transfer it to your online business. If so, you are in the right place. 
I have prepared several free gifts for you. Just go to kellybala.com forward slash learn to access. If you are interested to be part of the CCU campus, which is a Christian CEO university campus, visit kellybala.com forward slash CCU. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash CCU. For all the show notes and important links of this episode, please go to kellybala.com forward slash 055. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash 055. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.